Susan Felth, the Citizen Kane of podcasting. Modern man is confronted with so many movies. Which ones are films? And which ones are filth? Ooh, put it on the record. Put it on the record. Uh, on the record, I think Elon Musk should be put up against a wall and shot. <laughs> this well, is not parody or satire. Okay, as well, say there's like this no is a sign. threat to his life. <laughs> I, will, I will staple him to the wall so you can execute him. See, Mark had a little bit of whimsy to it. <laughs> Look at my giant novelty staple gun. <laughs> Look at my uh, regular size non-novelty gun. It's not funny. There's nothing funny about this gun. <laughs> oh, wait. What if I pull out a huge gun and said, that's not a gun. This is a gun. Would that be oh, funny? that's one of the, the like, two good jokes. Of the <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess we should get rolling on it. Um, <clears throat> do you remember what kind of intro you did last time? In. Yeah, I don't. Uh... In at number 100. It's the comedy with no jokes. It's 2001, a space travesty. Yeehaw! Hi, everyone. This is Films and Filth, where we decide if the film is film or the film is filth. It's the Citizen Kane of podcasting. This is Matt here. That was terrible. Don't do that again. This is Luke. I don't, this I, is I, Mark. I kind of rolled out of bed. I rolled out of bed the wrong way, really. I, 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 my bed was still a bed until like eight minutes ago. I just turned it into a sofa then. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I finished watching this film about 23 minutes ago. <laughs> wow. I finished watching this film about 27 minutes ago. Yeah. I woke up this morning and watched this film. <laughs> man, I was ahead of time, man. I finished it like a whole 36 hours ago. Wow. You must yeah. really like it. No, I just watched it before you. There's how does how does temporal viewing of a media? I, I guess if you hit something on well, no, if you hit something open at night, you think you might like it, but you still might hate it. Read the Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah. If I <laughs> if I'm over at someone's house and I have there's a dish that I a side dish I don't want to eat, but it's on my plate anyway, and I eat it really fast, so I get it over with. Definitely something I like. I guess <laughs> I guess my biggest disappointment is um like the whole time I. I've always convoluted this film with, uh, I guess there's four or five versions of 2001 A Sex Odyssey, so I was expecting more <laughs> titillation. And we just was got like CGI feces instead. I was expecting less titillation than this, <laughs> actually. Oh, because we have I wasn't very... expecting any amount of titillation. <laughs> yeah. But if I see titillation, I expect it to like show me something. Well, I'm I... talking about the sex odyssey, which this is not anyway. So I'm like, it doesn't promise you that. I just mixed it all up in my mind. That's what I'm saying. Hmm. I, I just want to believe that the director or writer or producers of this, probably the producers, just put all those weird horny scenes in to to make Leslie Nielsen happy and he didn't specifically ask for them. It's like right. Caligula. That's all I want. They just happened like... to know that his previous films had a bit of that. So it's yeah. Like a... Caligula, they where they got Malcolm McDowell and Helen Mirren, and, and and then just like, um, the the penthouse guy just like inserted like you know long scenes of hardcore sex. <laughs> you think Larry Flint was like a ghost editor on this? Oh, and what on Space Travesty? Yes, yeah, probably. 
I mean, he was a ghost editor on so many no. movies. No one American worked on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, all my credits were in fringe. So, hey, well, I mean, I watched the couple <laughs> yeah, you gave me. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Luke got all fringe credits. Did you get fringe yeah. credits, Mark? Got fringe credits. Okay. I mean, they're just fringe credits. You're always in fringe. Okay, because was that like a Monty Python touch? Or like nobody's... Did anyone speak English in this movie? Except for Leslie Nielsen and Bill Clinton. <laughs> No, that wasn't the real Bill Clinton, man. What? Yeah. His Bill Clinton impression was worse than Matt's, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's me insulting this guy or complimenting Matt's pretty good Bill Clinton impression. Was there even there was there a single good impression in, like in this film and in a film with thirty five impressionists? Does anyone feel like taking an island holiday? Yep, you're better than you're better than. <laughs> were there two different ones? There are two different ones, right? There was a, it there did was feel like imposter. one guy was doing the voice a lot better than the other, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it was the same actor. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just... it wouldn't have made sense if they to... had different actors. Or do you guys like... your bill? Yeah, because the rest of this film made so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> weren't people tired of Clinton jokes in 2000? I'm just, maybe I mean, the French weren't. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I cannot believe this film was 2000. That's the wildest part of it for me. Like Clint was definitely on the way out. Everybody knew that it was the this end of his term. He could not get reelected in two thousand. So why would you put something that dated? I mean, it's it's dated oh, when it comes out. Nobody <laughs> nobody thought like that back then. You just were you just took whatever, you know. It was do you, if you remember the nineties <laughs> living in the U.S. It was just like Monica Lewinsky jokes, like wall to wall. Like there's a reason why part of a reason why people are really extremely nice to her now is because she put up with just so much shit just being basically the victim yeah <laughs> and, right uh, the most powerful man constant. on the world seduced her and she was the villain somehow <laughs> yeah and like endlessly like you could tune into dave letterman jay leno everybody and he would just get everyone but probably conan o'brien wasn't that much of a hack but i have no idea maybe i'm uh using rose-colored you... glasses here you got to get Leno in his denim suit and with a car, you know? That's that's how you do your yeah. Leno. And then he yeah. blows up his face. My car exploded. We've been doing way too many impressions for people who can't actually do impressions. <laughs> that, is fine. that fits this film. Yeah, that's appropriate. Okay, oh, I have so, some more impressions coming then. Yeah, hello, this... I'm Leslie Nielsen. This is what I sound like when I talk. <laughs> you sound more like the actual villain breaker who Mark Sorry, farted. Me. Yeah, I'm farting and flying around with my farts. I apologize. <laughs> uh, yeah, you sound more like the villain from Moonraker, who the guy from this was a ripoff of, who was actually the guy from Moonraker sounded like Elmer Fudd, kind of, which you go Drax, way more make sure fun. you say his name. You go Drax. Important. <laughs> say his name hugo tracks <laughs> anyway so i don't think any of us had seen this previous to this no i saw it the most previous because i watched it before y'all but i thought maybe this would be a parody of 2001 a space odyssey the title would lead you to believe that <laughs> yes i, I thought that have, it would be they got the one scene i guess that fits that more or less is this one. french canada jealous of the fifth element <laughs> hmm, the fifth element did not cross my mind when watching this really this is basically i mean okay 
admittedly after it leaves space it's not about space anymore which is about 20 minutes in but (laughs) (laughs) early on it was like oh they're trying to do fifth element or men in black Men in Black is oh. definitely the vibe I got. Okay, that, like, I got that vibe, yeah. yeah. I was about to say, I was about Imagine to bringing out such a crap Men in Black wannabe this soon after Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was about... having the brass balls to do that. I was about I've to seen that... oh, sorry, like Men in about... Black International is you 10 times better Amazing. than this. Okay. It was bad, and it was 10 <laughs> times better than this. No, I am... Um... Yeah, I was gonna say like the Fifth Element didn't end with like a stage play situation, but it kind of did. So, <laughs> but it was so much. <laughs> no, that was, that was much more work. in the center, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it had opera. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. It was, it, you know, it's like, well, okay, we did. So in that case, I guess there is some commonality with the Fifth Element. Then, okay, <laughs> had someone, a woman who was not good at speaking English in it. Right, but she yes. wasn't like she wasn't like grown in a tube to be the perfect specimen of a person. I mean, Although that seems to be Leslie Nielsen character's opinion. <laughs> yeah, you can't prove that. Uh, what's her name, Kunzman? The, the the lady who turns any into character. an alien got, and farts. Kunzler. I literally just watched this. Wait, what was, first name name. what was the first name you used? What was the first? I Kunzman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's Kunzler. It's not that far off. Consular may have been grown in a tube. She's an alien okay. whose farts make her fly. And then okay. Hello, my name is Kunzman. Cunt Kunzman. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a better joke than everything else in this film. <laughs> we could rewrite it as we go. That's fine. I don't think anyone will be offended by that. But someone <laughs> theoretically did write it in the first place. And, and, and I forced Mark to write a summary. All right. Um, semi-plagiarized and i honestly don't know if this is correct at all we open with marshal richard dix saving a fast food restaurant from a hostage situation right after us arresting osama bin laden at a basketball game off screen later at the police station dix's boss introduces him to a police worker named cassandra minaj who tells dick about a plot to clone president clinton on a moon base named vegan and dix is informed that he will be sent to the moon to infiltrate the operation Physical comedy hijinks ensue on the space shuttle. When Dix goes to Vegan, he meets with Lieutenant Bradford Shitzu and is briefed about the main suspect in the cloning, Dr. Griffin Pratt. He is also introduced to Captain Valentino de Pascal, who he will share quarters with. While investigating Pratt along with Shitzu, Dix also meets a Dr. Ushi Kunstler who is working with Pratt and tries to seduce Dix. While Menage is Minaj is directing Pratt, distracting Pratt over dinner. Dix attempts to sneak into Pratt's cloning facility, but ends up getting paint everywhere and cloning sheep and getting paint all over the clone sheep. Pratt threatens Dix and has Minaj abducted, but Dix rescues her along with the prisoner, President Clinton, and they escape back to Earth, but find out that the president they rescued was actually a clone, and said clone ends up in the White House because of them. They also find out that Dix's boss was in league with Pratt the entire time. Dix and company, in disguise, attend a concert by the three tenors in Paris, where Clinton is supposed to play saxophone after the first intermission. And many international dignitaries are also in attendance. Several attempts at sabotage are carried out with varying levels of success. The real Clinton manages to prove that the clone of Clinton couldn't know as much saxophone as he does. They fight... And Dix fights Pratt. The real Clinton and Dix are both victorious. 
Pavarotti gets hit by a rocket in his ass, making him hit a high note, which forces Kunstler to shed her disguise, revealing herself as an alien whose farts propel her around the room, but Cassandra shoots her with a slingshot, causing her to explode into green slime. The Earth is saved. Yay! It just reminded me, this film does indeed start with a joke that he just arrested Bin Laden. Yeah, he says Ozma Bin Laden. This film also predates 9-11. It does. He'd already blown something up. I I was about to say, how well known was Bin Laden pre-9-11? Actually, kind of well known, because um, they already tried to blow up the World Trade Center in 1993. I didn't know that was the same guys. I thought that was different. I thought that was like domestic terrorism. I read no, no, article, you're thinking of Oklahoma City, I think. I read an article where they actually t- uh, like arrested the guy, and they're driving a- away from it, and they take his blindfold off and show him the World Trade Center, and they say, see, it's still there, and he says, it wouldn't be there if I had more explosives. Mm. So, that's, 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 that's like <laughs> a setup did, did for a Did he say, I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for those <laughs> <tactics?"> <laughs> <laughs> Osama bin Laden should have put out the book if I had done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. We do get like. I, oh, by the way, like, yeah. When you had to do the proper names a lot in your summary, that that was a lot funnier than the movie. I didn't. <laughs> like I didn't just, know who any of those people were because, like, yeah. it, I, I the heard only the name word I remember is Dick Dix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember Dix, and I remember Cassandra being said a bunch, but like, I didn't understand anything Cassandra said. I didn't remember anyone referring to anyone by the name pratt but anyway yeah. here we are yeah but i'm just saying when you had to put like three names in like two sentences that, that was kind of funny <laughs> i like that yeah clinton clinton was never named did you notice that yeah did just president president it's a man who needs no introduction i mean yeah you've got him you've got hillary you've got the jokes about interns it's pretty freaking clear <laughs> who we're talking about <laughs> Um, I want to see all the QAnon people watch this movie and break down like the predictive programming of it all. But yeah, you got like Hillary Clinton cloning programs. The you joke know. is you're making them watch it, but um, yeah, <laughs> I, gu- I guess we should get to a few of the stars of the film. Uh, we'll start with Orangina, I suppose. You know, I I don't really mm. drink sugar water too much anymore. Unless it says alcohol in it, so I haven't had Orangina in a long time. But it's I like it's Orangina got a little bit. It's got a little less sugar than your average soda, I believe. The yeah, calories don't drink it. The only calories. The only place I even know where to get it is at the bagel shop. And um, and Matt, you probably know this. It's in Atlanta. There are like three bagel shops that are worth the shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of product placement myself. No, that's 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 for the sock. Is that a flavor of that, or is that regular? That's just it's not Dr. like Pepper. Sakura Blossom uh, flavor or anything like that. <laughs> That's refreshing. <laughs> Cucumber. Uh, no, Dr. Pepper's pretty rare here, actually. Just getting the regular one. It's, it's I, got, I bought you... like a 24 pack from Costco and it's all basically all that's in my fridge. It's too cool. bad you don't have the, the can that has like the anime titty women on it. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I sent you the picture of the one where she's holding a tray and it just says DP on it. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, when I when I first saw Dr Pepper in Japan, I was like, "Whoa, you can't put that on a can." <laughs> you can put cans on a can here if you want. You can do the can can. Yeah, they, they do the can can. They have the can can. Had like the Ray Ayanami energy drink or whatever. So I, Luke, I paused it yeah, the, uh, yesterday. LCL. Yeah, Mark kind of mentioned to me that Leslie Nielsen basically does make it through this movie 
relatively unscathed. It's hard not to like Leslie Nielsen. Does this movie make you like him less? <laughs> no, because the thing about Leslie Nielsen is his whole performance is he's really dry, right? So mm. if he's just walking through and there's not any funny jokes around him, it doesn't seem any different than when he... there are funny jokes around him. <laughs> so what what's funnier, this or Forbidden Planet? I think he Planet? mostly showed up to be he showed up to be himself and he did a good job of mm. being himself. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, yeah. What what is your favorite Nielsen just out of curiosity? Probably Naked Gun. Okay. For, for me it's Police Squad episode 1. Yeah, have like, you seen for some reason squad? I've seen like um collections of Police Squad clips but I've never actually watched the show. I mean, the, the this whole show itself is basically a collection of clips oh. and things about well, three yeah, hours yeah. total. <laughs> I think it's like the uh, the creators only directed the first episode because it's weird. It falls off kind of a lot after the first episode. It's still it's still good, but I think Naked Gun the movie is better than all of the other episodes besides the first one, if that okay. makes sense. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you can't really be too angry on uh, a a guy who's technically past his prime just riding the gravy train you know to to the grave i mean gravy train to the grave i mean technically his career was supposed to be over after like the uh, the 60s or 70s so he's basically this is almost like a third phase for him like most of us mm-hmm. don't get it so is this is this the worst leslie nielsen which i'm gonna say no because i have an answer i for doubt that. it <laughs> oh what's the answer Oh, um, repossessed. You think this is worse? You think this is better than repossessed? I, I feel like repossessed is, think, might have been worse. I mean, no, better. <laughs> no, no, this is better than repossessed. It has at least like space stuff to look at. Re- and I repossessed guess. has that theme song that, if you've heard yeah. it, will never leave your head again. Yeah, and, and bring, bring, repossessed. Yes, exactly. I've only so. seen it once. I saw it when it came out in the theater. I still remember the damn theme. I think I had it. I think I had it taped off of um, TV because I was eight years old at the time. But or something. I I, th- <laughs> I think that was the first time I ever saw boobs in a movie, though. Oh, that's depressing. Okay. I mean, well, I, be... at the time, I was just like, "Whoa, what's that?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a really extremely abrupt boobs scene. Yeah. Like, Whoa. And one one of the um. One of the curses of, of doing the podcast this way is we, we have several of these spoof, spoof movies. Uh, we will mm. see a little more Leslie in the future, but I don't think we're going to see him as the star again. Okay. He yeah, shows up at Stan in... Helsing. Yeah. I mean, if I had my way, like Airplane would be on the 100 best list, to be honest. <laughs> so are you yeah, calling that above Naked Gun? I I, I mean, you, you have to pick one to like represent the concept. You'd probably pick Airplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you, you, it's it's not like a starring Leslie Nielsen film, but like it's as an ensemble piece. That's kind of like the yeah. gra- I don't know. That's sort of the greatest. It's the greatest non Mel Brooks parody film ever, and and Mel Brooks still is kind of doing a different thing. I tried to. When put, did um, the when did the scary movies start coming out? Two thousand six. Wait. Way that's scary movie. Late. The first scary movie came out in like the late '90s because it was really soon after Scream, and those first two were actually good because the um, Marlon Wayans and Sean Wayans, I think, directed them, and then Zucker Abrams Zucker did the third and fourth, and those were bad because oh, two thousand and two thousand one were the first two. Yeah, 
they're right around I, the same time as this. So that's, that's what I was going to ask. Is like the sort the the lineage of films, if you want to call it that, that this came from was then basically replaced by those, right? Yeah, because what were the last few that uh, preceded this? There's Dracula Dead and Loving It, where you actually do have Mel Brooks mm-hmm. directing Leslie Nielsen, and it's not that great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. What what else? Saw that in the theater too. He did uh, Spy Hard. Yeah, yeah. Which had uh, Andy Griffith is a bad guy, which was uh, actually pretty cool just to watch the two of them chew scenery at each other. Like you okay. never see. I don't think you really see Andy Griffith as a villain or anything else. I think he was just they were trying to just give him another career as well. Well, but... I'm sure he's a villain in real life. Actually, Probably I'm not sure that all. Hope <laughs> <laughs> he get in the truck. <laughs> but. Sorry, I'm, I'm having a look here. Oh, well, you know, I opened up my iPad and the first thing I got was a Matt Damon puppet. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt yeah. Damon. Okay. <laughs> that was yeah. somewhere between the Matt Damon, Schwarzenegger, and Clinton, Matt. That was incredibly impressive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was going to. I like to do all of my impressions at once if possible. <laughs> so. Saves time. So nobody else was bothered by like that nobody really spoke English very well and was kind of mumbling through the whole film because I felt like I it was a weird situation where I kind of couldn't tell what anyone was saying on top mm. of I didn't know what was going on. I mean, I picked up on that I don't recognize anyone in this movie except Leslie Nielsen, which is why I just keep talking about him. Maybe from coming from Europe, I don't have any issue of understanding anyone's accent. But I was going to bring up Schwarzenegger because there's a whole thing where People make fun of Schwarzenegger's accent, but he actually this this film made me really appreciate how much confidence he always had. And it, I feel like nobody in this film has confidence in their English speaking mm. ability. There is one point when Cassandra says something and I really didn't know what she said. And Leslie Nielsen was like, what? What are you talking about? Like they just <laughs> it was like you felt like maybe he didn't actually know what she said and they just kept filming. Leslie Nielsen's gravestone says letter rip as an epithet. As a fart joke. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty good. Okay. I'm I'm having a look at what else he did. Shout uh, out to the big man. That's a yeah. movie he's just in. Okay, we got the naked gun, repossessed, which wow, that's really early on. Okay. More Mark, do you like the way Matt completely ignored the conversation we were having and just switched <laughs> over to the thing he wanted to talk about? No, I'm just having a look at what what his, no, no, uh, we know exactly what you're doing. It's just uh, we were like sort of ambling around a point, and then you're just like, "Now let's talk about this instead," <laughs> ah, <laughs> which okay. is like a very classic Matt behavior. I'm not <laughs> surprised by it. <laughs> he did start researching Leslie Nielsen like five minutes ago, but he's just still not done. <laughs> no, I'm done. I did. I figured out because I felt like I was just forgetting some uh, a few of his parodies that uh, got you know fell through the the brain uh, sieve. Uh, wrongfully accused, I guess would be would be the big one. Uh, Mr. Magoo, I guess, doesn't count as a parody. It's not oh. good, but yeah. I didn't watch that. Looked the trailer looked terrible, so I was like, no, I'm not even. So he did like I... a live action Mr. Magoo. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So maybe that's where you fell off the train because you were saying to me earlier, like like off air, that you thought this was where you fell off the train with him. Just it was before this because I didn't see this. Yeah, I mean, I just I just know it was before this. Wrongfully it may have accused by hard. Or wrongfully, okay. I think wrongfully accused really might have been it, but I don't remember if I saw that or not. Yeah, I know he's I in, saw Spy Hard. He's wrongfully accused saw... the um, like fugitive type, fugitive one. type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
He's I have I've only seen one scene from that, but I thought it was legit genius. <laughs> Which is the bit where he's escaping from the train and the train like continues to pursue him. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, when we get to Stan Helsing, it'll be depressing because it's he's he's eighty three and one year away from death. Oh. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I guess Spy Hard is the last film I saw of his in the theater. I think superhero I just superhero movie, Men with Brooms. Is that is that I guess that's Harry Potter. Oh, and... superhero movie. He's just like the Uncle Ben figure. Yeah, I'm sure he's yeah. just like showing up for a second. These so um, men with brooms. What the I, hell is it? it? It's about it looks curling. like a real movie. It's about curling. Who directed this? Paul what Gross. Going on? Written, Gross. And, written, directed, and starring Paul Gross. Wow his uh his IMDb headshot looks like eerily perfect. <laughs> Well, I guess he's a perfect man. Good for him. That's why he's not in this movie. He directed episodes of Why the Last Man. <laughs> they make a why not? series of that? Okay. Why not the last man? That's what yeah. they said. That's one where I didn't even know they filmed it. I just thought it was a comic book. Okay. It got canceled real fast. It was one oh. of those streaming things where it's like they got canceled real fast and no one was happy about it being canceled and everyone forgot. Oh, okay. I what was it a year or was two? Was it like ago? good? I didn't see it, but some okay. people definitely like. That's why it got cancelled, Mark. Yeah, that <laughs> was my it. fault. I didn't watch the Cowboy Bebop live action. I mean, I think <laughs> nobody my fault. for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I I like anime. Like, just make anime. You know, Hollywood. Are you listening? Cyberpunk anime. It was good. You didn't yeah, even just... have to make the game. <laughs> okay. Make a animes. moment of silence for Cyberpunk. There we go. Because it, it arrived dead. Is that why? No, no, no. no, but... it, no it, 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 it's I mean, still it, alive. It, it's still going. It, yeah, it it was bought by like 18 million people and they pretty quickly fixed all the problems with it. So Cyberpunk does not need your pity. Okay. That's cool. quickly, it took them like two years. No, I played a little <laughs> of it and it was it was a really nice open world shooty game and I just wasn't in the mood for it at the time. And someday maybe I'll go back to it. Our friend it... Matty played it, but he... um. He just mainlined the story, so he didn't really run into any glitches. Yeah, after Breath of the Wild, I don't really want to go back to an open world game where it, the world it, isn't trying to kill me constantly. It's really difficult to go back to any other open world games after Breath of the Wild. Yeah, except like Elden Ring is the only one I've played, but obviously Elden Ring is yeah. like Breath of the Souls. Yeah, well, it's like it's Soul like the Breath. two open world games where you can tell that the um, actual human beings put level design into the whole world. Yeah. Rather than a computer being like, mountains. Yeah, and I just I love the idea that you just walk over a hill and then a gigantic thing just murders you and it's hilarious. Mm. Like they both both of those games do that. Anyway, right. Cyberpunk might do that too for all I know. It probably doesn't though. Oh yeah, I was gonna make my fifth my, my fifth timer that whenever I think of the cyberpunk game, I just think of nineteen nineties mean streets. That's the image I have in my head for that game. Mm. <laughs> Makes sense. You know, photo real VGA. A PC. I've seen video of it. I, you might have shown it to me. I don't remember. I used to play the crap out of it, but probably before you met me. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might have shown it to me in the last two years or so. I don't know. I, I did notice, um, and I, I guess he doesn't. He's, I would, I would like to think he's embarrassed about this now. But Water Koenig had like a production credit at the beginning. I, I thought... think that's a different Koenig. Oh, Koenig. is it? Didn't it say water? Okay. No, I don't think it did. I mean, it was in French too, me, so maybe it was probably check. the French version. I mean, he's he's been involved in some pretty bad movies uh, off and on. So, 
It wouldn't be out. It wouldn't be completely out of the uh, out of the realm of possibility. That would get a running amusing, um, huh? recurring character in Babylon Five. You, well, I'm, I mean, Babylon Five's good, but I was about to say, except for the CGI. But yeah, Werner, and it also Werner means they can do a lot more space stuff than if they had models. <laughs> uh, Werner Koenig, not Walter Koenig. Oh, okay. oh, still uh, with a W though. Okay, well, I don't feel bad because it's flashing on the screen and. He after this a year after this he produced a movie called Suck My Dick. <laughs> nice. Is it spelled it's spelled an interesting way or is it just dick? It's called Suck My Dick. <laughs> nice. Oh, the poster for it just has like a middle finger doing this. Uh, down for, for three point nine out of ten on IMDb is oh, wait, we a just one hour twenty two minute one hour twenty two minute feature film. What, okay, you gotta tell us the plot of Suck My Dick. <laughs> A successful novel writer called Dr. Jekyll feels haunted by Hyde, a character from his latest novel who somehow materialized. When Jekyll awakens from a surreal nightmare, he realizes that Hyde took his penis away, leaving <laughs> only a hole behind, which what finally turns out to be the beginning of a psychological and at times quite campy journey through male fears of loss of power, identity, and youth. That okay. review is that summary was written by Crazy Cool Cat. All right. Keep it crazy, cool cat. Crazy cool cat. I can say, yeah, I gotta say the whole thing. Can't, can't abbreviate. <laughs> okay. Wow. Did, did anybody think we were gonna go down that rabbit hole? I, I well? assume we we're gonna go down all kinds of rabbit holes because what else are we gonna talk about? <laughs> yeah, it's not like we can talk about Let's list our favorite jokes from the film. Okay. The police uh... are here to protect disorder. I, hey, I, I wrote down a few lines. I wrote down the police are here to protect disorder. I like that. Oh, that was good. That yeah, was yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was the um, bit where they were literally just trying to make um, naked guns. So makes sense. Those yeah. were the best bits. Should this um, have just been called the naked space gun? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think I I imagine that the people the who name is just because naked it was gun. coming out around two thousand one, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think that the people who made naked gun would have like co-signed this this shit. <laughs> like, this is not. On their level, I don't. But think. you could steal the title. I mean, if they call it "Naked Space Gun," that's that's not breaking copyright, I believe. I mean, he's playing Frank Drebin. There's no, there's really no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, argument. That's that's like that's he like even Drebin. does like the, the voiceover and stuff. Yeah, that's that's like the, the poor man's sure copyright where you send yourself the uh, you know, you send yourself Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> well, I mean. I I feel like Kubrick's ghost should have sued him for 2001 of space travesty. Or I guess Kubrick <laughs> was still alive at this point. Oh, what? Who? Kubrick? Stanley Kubrick? Wasn't he I alive think... in 2000? No, no. He yeah, died. he was like, still alive and him? filming the COVID, vaccine, um, COVID virus. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he was filming 5G and COVID virus back to back. Yeah. I think he died in 99. It was like right, it was right before Eyes Wide Shut came this out. This is actually so. what killed him. Yeah, I was <laughs> clearly March seventh, nineteen ninety nine. I mean, he he made it out in time. Okay, that was the that was the first day of filming for this movie. <laughs> they sent him the script to ask for his blessing, and he just dropped dead when he saw it. <laughs> do you think? Do you think they could have? Would it have killed them to just put like a monolith in this movie? They they <laughs> did. Yeah, they did, did at they? the beginning, yeah. right at the start. Yeah, oh God yeah, flicks it over and it squishes the monkey. So like, I don't entirely remember the opening sequence but did they explain why aliens were like hanging out on the moon uh no that was just explained like the origin of life yeah 
that's that kind of infuriated me where it's just like oh yeah aliens are real and we can go to space and we're on the moon like that's even less realistic than arresting osama bin laden in a Knicks game they talked about stificus at the beginning stificus yeah, that was good it had right there was a p- penis on a planet or something next to there's a penis right? star sign yeah yes ah <laughs> uh, yes yes uh, and then the joke with the white dwarf where it's just a dwarf right 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 <laughs> stomping on a myriad of worlds yes so. some of the stuff in this movie looked good and it was kind of i don't know it was at least some of it was not bad to look at as long it, as it, it wasn't it was like some french production company just threw a bunch of money at a project so like they had some effects they had leslie nielsen they had sets costumes but no one involved thought it occurred to them that like oh it takes talent to make a film so I looked up what the budget was actually. Oh, I told it I. It's like forty-five million. Yeah, forty-five million dollars. Yeah, but hmm. uh, how much of that just went into Leslie Nielsen's pocket? Do you think? I was going to say how much I, I hope wandered. all of it. <laughs> I hope he just got all of it. Like grab the bag, dude. Uh, no, I yeah, some of it was definitely laundered, and I think a lot of it went to uh, CGI for. The people who weren't employed doing other movies did tons of CG. Like there wasn't this much CGI in films typically back then in 2000. Mm. Like Starship Troopers may have had less CGI than this. <laughs> I think it had a lower budget than this. <laughs> no, it did. It had a pretty no. big budget. No. Yeah, I like to think Leslie Nielsen ran off with the bag of money, the entire film crew chasing him. That, that's great. <laughs> I think that's what happened with me on the set of Road Trip. Yeah. Do you think that he farted and flew really far to get away from them? Yes. Yes. I think Benny Hill music was definitely playing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Were you saying who was one of you was saying you thought the soundtrack was OK? I just thought it was generic comedy mm-hmm. music. It was all, almost too good. It was almost too um, or probably orchestral. Was stock. It was inappropriate. <laughs> it was like, hey, was 45 million. They could throw two million at a proper soundtrack i guess i mean you can how much does it cost to get a proper soundtrack this used to be all soundtracks though that was not like you wouldn't get like minimalist for for major release you wouldn't get like synth soundtracks you would get the orchestra yeah it happened yeah 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 so i guess that's just indicative of the time right but Mm -hmm. i mean yeah i mean i I, you except for ideas i guess they didn't really steal anything right except for everything well, yeah, they, they only stole everything. They stole the president's identity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what kidnapping is, stealing people. Indeed. Not wrong. Okay, let's see. I, I'm still I'm still trying to take your challenge of uh decent decent jokes. I think when when he was meant to sing a song and he sung in the navy, that was pretty funny, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I believe cunt yeah. is a four-letter word for word. Okay. I think I was just trying to make my own jokes by that point. <laughs> yeah, the, the the all the bits with the opera were at least they were probably the best bits actually, like any of the the jokes where they're all singing to each other or whatever. My musical nightmare guess... is the three tenors singing the hits of Elvis Presley. Well, says my baby, love me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think like uh, like all the scenes where someone like did something and flew around and it looked bad were like like the bad physical comedy was so much worse than the worst jokes mm. that it kind of made everything more tolerable when it wasn't that <laughs> that makes sense yeah um I, yeah. I guess the, the the signature joke is the the 
the space plane though, right? Did did he did he shit fart or shard? <laughs> I think it looked like there were holes in his underwear that had shit coming out of them. So I think sharding. Uh, my my impression on. was that when the gravity got turned off, his shit flew back up his ass. <laughs> 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 That's how I read it. <laughs> so it's like a new form of propulsion it, that you're looking like at. it. Yeah. <laughs> like it maybe it impacted and then exploded out in bits and that's why there were all the different holes in his underwear because yeah. that was he was con- like bouncing back and forth because yeah he was going so do you think that was his... to explain the joke it would have been much funnier they should have had someone come out and explain what just happened mm-hmm. <laughs> like like the the beginning there would be like a big thing where it's like well physics is an interesting like have neil degrasse tyson come out and explain it to you yeah or well actually who would have been the dude who would have been the neil degrasse carl sagan carl sagan was dead i think oh, he's man. Already dead. Oh, he yeah. dead already wow i think oh, he that, dead, died before contact died like the 90s yeah it, right about Close. the time of contact right that right movie after. killed him just like eyes white check killed kubrick man yeah these movies kill movies kill uh, um, movies you kill. Had, the, you this have... podcast is called movies kill thank you for coming <laughs> I don't think anyone was giving you science information. That's how George Bush was president. <laughs> it, it would have been Bill Nye at the time, because this is about the time that Epcot and Disney World had Ellen's energy adventure. And their scientist is Bill Nye, the science guy who tells you, well, alternative forms of energy just aren't quite ready yet. So we're just going to have to keep using oil for now. <laughs> well it's like before that wasn't it like the the miracle of energy sponsored by general electric and then general electric shows like you how Exxon. powers your refrigerator yeah it's like <laughs> it, i'm not saying that it was better There's later because book. i think it was better before when they had corporate sponsors but they still had corporate sponsors where it's like yeah. the future of tr- driving by general motors driving a car driving a car no no, no they did the world of motion it was exxon yeah. for, the, for that one and um they put out a comic book where mickey mouse also tells you that we're just not quite ready to use alternative forms of energy and then goofy's like oh, oh gosh mickey <laughs> if it had been oh, a couple of years later it could have been al gore coming out and doing the science yeah. Yeah. And that would have been real meta. <laughs> <laughs> An inconvenient truth about your butthole. About your butthole. <laughs> How would that be if you had a, uh, yeah, if you had a fake Clinton and the real gore, but the gore is like fourth wall breaking? That that's, one, that's more of an movie. art film. Yeah. That's more of an art film, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think that if this happened during the Bush administration, they would have put Bush in it as much? Was it, did we? Oh I, yeah, everyone was constantly yeah. Bush. What uh, Harold and Kumar? Even Transformers, you see a, a spoof, spoof Bush show up. I don't yeah, remember yeah. that, but see yeah, Harold and Morty Guantanamo Bay. Do you mean no, Harold I and Kumar? No. <laughs> I, I said Harold, Harold and Kumar. <laughs> I'm pretty no, sorry I, said, I, heard I, I swear I said Harold and Kumar. Okay, you just, it was just there was like a um. <laughs> Robert Altman stratification of conversation going on at the time, so it probably just came out wrong. But I'm sure I said I'm sure I said Harold and Kumar. <laughs> no, I want I want Harold and Maude to go to Guantanamo Bay to be made, please. <laughs> Mark, Consider, uh, yes. considering what we learn oh, about Maude in that film, it'd be extra depressing if she ends up in Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she gets broken out. It's fine. That's a truly so, dark ending for that one, and then and then smokes weed with with Bush in his man cave. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Well, anyway, the fans of this movie are hoping to see um, Hillary Clinton in Gitmo any minute now. So, yeah, the fans that's, that's still movie. they still have. I think everyone is preoccupied with uh, wanting to save Trump when he gets arrested right now. All those people, okay. like they think that they are single handedly going to break Trump out of prison or something. I like well, that he called for a protest, but the only people who showed up were people saying he should be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> but that's ingenious. See, that's the genius of the orange man. They can't arrest him now. Yeah, they can. Oh, they, they can. can. They probably will. They can. Then, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. I mean, well, well, at least he bought a week is, or so, right? This is dating the podcast, but Justin Roiland was just found not guilty and everyone is like, a bunch of people on my Facebook feed are like, oh, is he going to sue adult swim and make them give him his job back i'm like no is anyone truly guilty he's guilty of something he's guilty of <laughs> i mean guilty he of might not be guilty of the messages. exact things he was taken to court for those screenshots of the messages he was sending underage girls are all still out there so. <laughs> and literally everyone he worked with talking about what it's like to work with him mm -hmm. like i don't you can't put that back in the bottle. I don't know why he would even want that job back. He might as well just get it. Yeah, imagine job. turning up for work. Like, All right, guys, <laughs> let's write a new episode of Rick and Morty and just, just sat in a room with people who hate your guts. <laughs> I mean, I've played his video games. He could just get a job doing anything where he just does the same voice over and over and people will pay for yeah, he it. Just, and it's great. He somehow made him. a career out of one joke, so I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Someone will hire him to do something better than 2001 A Space Travesty. Do you think this is what an episode of Al My Balls would be like? No, that so would just I... be that would just be nut nut torture. Okay, uh, and it might be funnier. Watching. It might be funnier. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the problem. You need a Leslie Nielsen to be the star, though, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, the you he's he brings he definitely brings something to this, even though it's not enough. But he brings something to this anyway. <laughs> Okay. It's, it, so, is it just like I've got enough affection in reserve that I will sit and watch Leslie Nielsen even if it's bad? <laughs> We've tasked ourselves here, so it was our task, right? Yeah. Like yeah, with this a Schwarz is still like hard. Schwarzenegger, right? Like I, I mean, some of his films are bad, but I can't see them as bad films because I got to see Schwarzenegger for ninety minutes. So I well, think um, let me. Th I'm thinking of the worst Schwarzenegger movie I've I've seen probably. You're going to watch Hercules in New York before this podcast is over. Yeah, I haven't actually though. seen that's that so one. Yeah. I think maybe <laughs> like uh, the sixth day or something. And that was still better than this. I guess Banger. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. It was go raw. There were classics. It was raw comprehensible. Deal. What's your, just... Luke, what's your least favorite? Short it probably is raw deal because it's a film that was clearly not made for Schwarzenegger. I don't think it doesn't think really fit that one. Is that on the top 100? Are we going to see that? It's no, not, it's nowhere. No. But I, I did go. Um, I was on the. Yeah. Oh it, wait, no. I know what my worst Schwarzenegger film is Terminator Genesis. I still oh, like okay. that better than this. I'll, I'll go. Then how about Raw Deal? Um, I my did, problem I, is that I have an emotional dislike for that film, where I just don't feel anything about this. I I don't dislike least... it or like it. It just time passed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had fun at that movie. Uh, the thing the, the Terminator film that I hate the most is Salvation because it was just kind of like a lot of sadness and it wasn't we, fun. We really. went to see we went to see it on opening night. I remember coming out and yeah. I was like, well, it had to be good because Michael Ironside was in it and Michael yeah. Ironside isn't in bad movies. 
He, Michael Ironside was in it for like five minutes, and then the submarine he's in gets blown up. But that, and he that was, was also looked really tired. Yeah, but that was like my entire like argument for it not sucking. I mean, <laughs> do you like remember full how basis. I was booing the film? Yeah, when we were in it? <laughs> I was booing this film in the theater. <laughs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> I mean, That's the film that um, Christian Bale ruined. Yeah, yes. Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale's worst performance, definitely. But also, the film originally barely had John Connor in it, which I think would have made more sense for that film. Well, the, do you? And you then know he the like original... he demanded that he be a more major part. Well, there was some uh, leaked. I think it was a leaked ending that never actually got made, but it was that in the end, John Connor dies, and Sam Worthington's cyborg takes his face, and he becomes John Connor, hmm. which. Honestly, would have been good enough to at least make me hate the movie less. But they were yeah, it would have been something. At least, right? Uh, since it was leaked, I was like, "Oh, here it comes—the cool ending." And it didn't happen. I was like, "Come on!" <laughs> Ooh, is that when you're? That must have been when you booed. No, I booed. I booed when um, Anton Yelkin showed up and said, "Come with me if you want to live." You feel bad about that now, though, don't you? Yes, I do. I want Anton Yelkin to live. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, I should have looking... gone with him then. Yeah, yeah, I should. How, oh. how would two thousand one a space travesty be if they if they had had Christian Bale as Dick Dix? <laughs> he would have been really angry, probably. <laughs> I think it would have kind of worked in a weird way, though. Just like no right. one told him he was making a comedy. <laughs> well, he's going, now he's got a shart. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been following this, but there is talk of a naked gun. They've been trying to do a Naked Gun reboot with Liam Neeson, which isn't that far removed. Is it from... just because his name is a bit like Leslie Nielsen? <laughs> <laughs> I, <hope so. laughs> I think, um, but thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, Liam Neeson could absolutely do this. He could, he could do seen, this whole thing. Have you seen the clip where Liam Neeson ends up on one of the Ricky Gervais comedies? No. Is it basically it's the what there was the pretty bad one he made with Warwick Davis. Life's too oh. short. But okay. um, there's a scene where he's <laughs> is that a joke about Warwick Davis. Yeah, that's the name of the show. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, scene, like, Boris is in, I just got it. He's in Ricky Gervais's <laughs> office. They're talking, and then Liam Neeson walks in and he's like, I want you to teach me how to do comedy. And the bit they're doing is like they're trying to set up jokes, and Liam Neeson is just saying like grimly serious not funny <laughs> things so like okay well let's try a little skit right i'm a i'm the doctor and you come into my office what do you say i'm riddled with cancer <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah yeah he could do it he could do it so I mean, like, yeah he could do just Oops. a great like straight man sort of thing <laughs> so let's hope that he he'll uh you know the way things usually go these days what he'll do is he'll do one naked gun movie that's a combination of the plots of the first three naked gun movies and then the second Naked Gun movie will be 2001 A Space Travesty. And then they'll, <laughs> and then they'll be, they'll have to get um, O.J. Simpson's character um, I was going to say, what, movie what football player verse. should they get in and then he'll turn out to be a murderer soon? <laughs> what was the guy that was Did in Firestorm? The one that's already a murderer? <laughs> what? The guy what, in Firestorm? Is that, yeah, is he dead? Tom Brady's alive, but he's okay. you know, not yeah. been found guilty of murder yet. Okay, well, well, obviously he's in the movie before that, so <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't like 
It's in his contract. OJ Simpson he needs was to walking murder out someone. Court, filming a couple <laughs> scenes and going into court the next day. <laughs> Those went real close. I want to say Naked Gun 33 and a third might have been after he already did the murders. <laughs> so, yeah, it's in his contract. Oh, no, no. We have that to was... murder someone within the next five years to, um, you know, give our. to. Give the naked verse its re- its resonance. Look, you know, yeah, in Hollywood, everyone who's everyone who can get a role in a Hollywood film these days has already murdered, you know, fifty children. So, okay, Naked Gun thirty three. The, the presence out. of Hillary Clinton in this film has just got me thinking about like. like... <laughs> <laughs> I know it's 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 funny because the the jokes about the Clintons are like so wholesome, you know. It's yeah. like, oh, just a little bit <laughs> of Hitler. Oh, he likes know? a boob. <laughs> All right, Which, so. So, Naked Gun 33 and a third, the final insult, came out in 1994. Oh, that's the the, uh, year O.J. Simpson, Simpson murder trial started in September 26th, 1994. I think there was a, a <laughs> what decent is the, case for overlap. What is the release date for the exact release date? Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me 33 second. and a third. That's why I'm just saying the entire title, the final uh, insult. I'm giving you time. I'm buying IMDb, you time. IMDb doesn't, like tell you dates very easily wikipedia usually has them i have found myself uh, veering more and more to wikipedia when i'm looking up the stuff these days uh march 18th 1994 when was when was the i'm looking up when the actual the murder took place <laughs> <laughs> hey at least we're doing the research man on air uh, june 12th was the murder okay, okay. cool so it came out so his promotion so for the VHS release. He was done with the promotion for the film. He was just like, oh, I hate promoting films. I'm going to kill. Take... I'm he was like, oh, that was such a great action movie. I love violence. What am I going to do next? <laughs> <laughs> just like, man, I've been just going to every screening of this film, doing coke all night. <laughs> what, he like goes to like, different cinemas around town, like watching the same movie that he's in? <laughs> Yeah, just getting more and more. Are you are you telling me, Matt, that if you were in like a major Hollywood movie, you wouldn't do that? <laughs> like watch it four times at different theaters in one night? No, well, I don't I know why. I, 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 well, not in one night, but I go to like a different theater every night for a month. I think. <laughs> What's research? I, I read. I read uh, that's what Schwarzenegger go to go back to. Um, Schwarzenegger. Like, Hercules in oh. New York. Like when Schwarzenegger did his first couple of films, he used to do that. <laughs> he would go to the theater, and then afterwards he would just stand outside the screen and be like, "Hi, I was in the movie. Hi, how are you?" I, I, I read an interview. With, what did you think of the movie? <laughs> Probably. I look at this. Yeah, it'd be like his uh, what his commentaries where he's like, "Look, this that's is not a special effect. I... This is my arm. <laughs> this is where I drive the car. I get in the car and drive the car. Yeah, this and this is where I shoot this guy and he dies." No, I was reading an interview with Brad Dorif who said he'd like never seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Like you say, he just doesn't watch things he after he's in them. Um, Adam think, Driver's like that as well. Adam yeah, Driver can't think, see himself in film. It's a pretty yeah. normal thing, I think, where actors just can't watch themselves. See, I um, I had resistance to it, but I started listening to every podcast I'm on with you guys just to try and get better at talking. Mm. Mm. So someday maybe I'll be good at it. I don't know. Maybe talking. I don't have a problem with listening to my own podcast. It's just that we make so many at this point that I can't listen to them. Yeah, that's kind of where I've landed. <laughs> like the game game show, I genuinely love listening back to that. Like if I'm out yeah. for a hike and I've got like eight podcasts that day, that sometimes is my favorite one, which is pretty I like. <laughs> I have to listen to that in the car because sometimes, like, I'll listen to that while I'm walking. I'll just like crack up at something. What was, God? What was it? 
something that Musk said that made me like fucking absolutely lose it while I'm walking down the street and people were like staring at me. I was like, shit. I don't know. Something they didn't know. I did that a lot. I'm in rice field, so (laughs) nobody cares. Yeah. Rice field. Americans are like, will stare at you for like anything. Mm. I'll stare. What are you smiling at? I'm staring at you. You some kind of smiler? Are you, in, are you some kind of Hillary Clinton pedophile? <laughs> That's a good introduction. Hey, folks, uh, I, I'm i a lawyer. Uh, I like pina coladas on the sand. I'm a Hillary Clinton pedophile. <laughs> Boo. I'm not George Soros. I'm not going to date you. Why don't you go date George Soros? Yeah, it's, it's a the, power um... couple. Is the video of Hillary Clinton eating a child's face on the bottom 100 or the top 100? <laughs> when do we get to frazzled drift? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely in the top 100 because Hollywood elites keep putting it up there. That's true, yeah. You have to have the worst case of suicide if you watch it, man. It's like The Ring. Right. <laughs> you, have to eat, you watch it and you have to eat someone's face or else you'll die. Oh, okay, there we go. If you were um, going to eat someone's face, whose face would you eat? Matt, Matt you go first. Is it, does it have to be a real person? Can it be a character? Can I eat Can I eat Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs? He was delicious. <laughs> I was going to say Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> that tells us something we probably don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would eat Mark's face. Mm, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I think I get the most delicious Woo. face. Mark's would be delicious if it were cooked, but I don't think. Can you? No, he has I to mean, be alive. I eat a lot of junk food, so it probably is pretty tasty. Actually, it's probably like okay. A think, okay. That's how it works. Do you think people eat junk food have tastier flesh? I don't. <laughs> actually, like, yeah, people I guess talk you have about to... like farm animals being like corn fed and stuff. If yeah, it turns out that like the best pigs are just fed on like McDonald's fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't it like if you if you're in trouble, you can't eat your dog because your dog's a carnivore, so you can't eat like you're supposed to eat uh, herbivores because uh-huh. predators don't taste good. That's why I heard. Well, if you're eating your dog, anyway. there's probably some issues going on. So you could that's all you have. Mm. Uh, but I was gonna ask. Well, I've never eaten a dog, but I've eaten plenty of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> have Have you um? How does your face taste? Is it delicious? He's thinking about it. Uh, it tastes like Dr. Mine... Pepper at the moment. <laughs> no, I was trying to lick my own face. <laughs> I'm definitely mine definitely tastes like junk food that I was eating earlier. Okay. Oh so, yeah, pretty good. But you know, <laughs> haven't cooked it yet. Uh, it's like the but, you know cow in the restaurant at the end of the universe. Have I told you the story about my math teacher in junior high school? You have, but go for it. Yeah, we were talking to him about the restaurant at the end of the universe and how the animals want to be eaten. And he just bends over, slaps his ass at a girl who was on a different table who was not in the conversation and goes, fancy some rump? <laughs> and he was fired the next day. <laughs> no, this was Britain in the mid-2000s. You can do whatever you want. Jeez. Is that who keeps leaving those Elden Ring messages? <laughs> like, behold Try rump. Try finger butthole. Yes. I've seen at least six tri-finger buttholes. <laughs> Several behold rump. Yep. I mean, my favorite. I love that is... every single animal is animal is look a dog. Yeah, behold dog. <laughs> I mean, my favorite is just when you get into a corner and it says, "Why is it always message?" <laughs> or something like that. 
Well, there's one where it was in front of a box and it said snake, snake. That's good. That's yeah, really good. That was mm. the best. That's the best joke. That in uh, in Dark Souls one, it was always just for every female character, it has amazing chest to head. <laughs> that that one lady who like holds you next to her bed or whatever. Oh put, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put a message that said, "Now time for physical." <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> uh, it was rated uh, about half and half, good and poor. This all sounds like spy code to me. But... And it you is. can leave messages for other players, but you don't get to type. You have to use preset phrases. Uh, okay. So for yeah, to people to make crude jokes, they have to find a way to use like the phrases they've got. <laughs> yeah, like I found a village that looked like midsummer, and I couldn't use the word summer or mid, so I couldn't make that joke. Hot center. Hot center. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you can do that. Okay, I was just trying to think of how I could like do. Hot Santa without... would be the Leslie Nielsen parody of Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Oh man, someone needs to. It's too bad. Parodies resurrect, are dead. resurrect Leslie Nielsen from the grave and have him make Hot Center. <laughs> it's, it's too bad. Parodies are dead because Midsummer would be a great parody. You could do a lot with that. Liam Neeson. Well, in in Sweden, people just laugh at Midsummer and consider it a parody. Well, okay. Because <laughs> they find true. the whole thing so ridiculous. I mean, it, it has some genuinely funny parts in it. Some yeah. probably more funny parts than 2001 A Space Travesty. But me and Matt have talked about this before, back when we were doing like the first Kelvin vs. Star Trek. The reason parody doesn't exist anymore is because the films just do it themselves. Yeah, there's a little bit too much comedic integration where it's like the point... People are obsessed with, I think they're only obsessed with Zack Snyder films because like Zack Snyder dares to just not put jokes in his films. Yep, yep, yep. It's like the main thing. And also the whatever hot slow motion. Is he the least funny modern director then? No, I think like, um, what's his name? Villeneuve's not very funny. Nah, Aronofsky isn't very funny either. Yeah. I yeah. haven't seen The Whale, but I'm assuming that's not a, a barrel of laughs. <laughs> I guess Lars von is not funny. Actually, I think Lars von Trier is still funnier than those two. Okay. Like, <laughs> like he, uh, there were annoying. a lot of memes when the Batman came out where it's like a, someone screaming and it's like Marvel fans when Batman says a line and doesn't say, did I just say that afterwards? <laughs> uh, I, it was, um, you know, it's I like dry comedy. And mm -hmm. there isn't a whole lot of that anymore. There's like quippy stuff and there's like no jokes at all. But you know, the last movie that I really, well, cocaine bear was really good. That was really mm -hmm. funny without being uh too silly. But I mean, the death of Stalin is the last time I really like really, really connected with a comedy. And that was like, I don't think a lot of people saw that. And I think a lot of people even didn't think it was a comedy because <laughs> I liked Jojo rabbit, but that was, Jojo Rabbit was pretty good. I thought it was like maybe a little bit too. Uh, I don't know. Something was a little off about it. It wasn't. I mean, yeah, it wasn't the best film I've ever seen. We have like comedy blinders, you know, living in Japan because the comedies don't play here, you know. So I don't, yeah, most, like, most of them don't get released. I'm just like, oh, they don't make comedies anymore. I mean, it's been so. I've been in Japan, mm -hmm. so I'm, I guess they don't make comedies anymore. But I guess that's clearly wrong. Is that I mean, wrong? I, I write. They don't get so much of like a cinema release, right? I mean, I love Hong Kong comedies, and I don't really understand them entirely, but they're all extremely problematic. I mean, all the ones <laughs> that I've seen, like I can't even can't even tell you a bunch of the jokes. Well, is that just because they're in Chinese? Yes. No, it's because like cancelable stuff. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, there is a, you know, obviously it's a cultural thing, like, mm-hmm. you know, broad humor. That's why Michael Bacon, like, yeah, that's why Michael Bacon put, like, things in that offend people in Transformers movies and they do a huge business in China, because, like, in China, it's like, oh, racist Transformers? That's hilarious. <laughs> well, um, yeah. I was watching the first Transformers the other night with Mercy, my girlfriend, and she, she's the one who wanted to watch it, but partly through, I just turned to her during the film and I'm like, huh. There's a lot of casual racism towards Mexicans in Hollywood, huh? Yeah. She's Mexican. <laughs> uh, well, 2007 was a little different. But... Yeah. So I'm I don't sure... know, but most of the time I've been friends with Mexicans, they're also less politically correct than me. So Yeah, I mean, she didn't, like, give a shit, but... Yeah. It is, it, it, yeah. like, watching it with a Mexican girl sat right next to me, and you do start <laughs> to notice, like, wow, it's... They, I didn't even notice it. They do it so often in American films. <laughs> um, I'm sure our listeners are waiting with bated breath and anticipation if we consider this movie to be a film or, or filth. <laughs> what What do I say for a film where I just feel nothing? <laughs> it's Void. dust in the wind. Time passed. And I'm there were images it. on my screen. <laughs> I'm going to rate it. I'm going to rate it. This is Phil. Mm. Yeah, it's Phil. It filled some time. It's a filler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but it's it's not as bad as like a floating bubble of shit. No. Okay. no I've seen worse. At no point was I upset that I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was more confused than angry. It was just sort of like if I I think this would have been more fun to watch if it had been in a theater where I was forced to pay attention to it. And not had to actually know what was happening. <laughs> that might have been more fun. Let me say it one more time. Uh, see, so I'm, they... I'm glad that I was distracted and doing a bunch of other stuff. While it was on. <laughs> Maybe I would have hated it if I'd had to just sit and look at just it. Yeah, hard to let, tell. Let, let me put it down so uh, when they put out the uh, 25th anniversary Blu-ray release of this, they can put my quote on the front of the box. Better than a floating bubble of shit. Yeah, they might okay. do that. They might I take hope that. so. I, yeah, I, I hope they so. take my quote. Time passed and there were images on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they take the part of my summary where I said that the alien propelled around the room with her farts and then was exploded by a slingshot into green slime. Mm. That goes on the back of the box. That goes on the back, the back of the box. box. Yeah, that's a description. Good. I hope they put it belongs on there. the front of the box. My quote: Hillary Clinton ate a child's face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, here's my quote you will believe that a man got hit in the balls with a fake moon did you believe no I mean it happened it was a practical (laughs) effect I guess they (laughs) probably shielded his balls but you know they didn't that's that's character horrible we don't have the budget (laughs) they they castrated a man with brute force in this movie (laughs) (laughs) that's the real travel yeah what is the space travesty in this movie the movie okay (laughs) you know i i I think that's on the nose i I don't think there's any duplicity there we can all get that how much of this disaster movie that's the travesty is it's not in space well every every event in every film was in space that's a good point withdrawn guess guess what (laughs) We, we just talked about the space travesty, travesty yes. for a longer time than Ikiru. Nice. <laughs> did we though? I mean, 
how much of that was talking about space travesty and how much of Ikiru was talking about Ikiru? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this but always happens because there was a point like 20 minutes in where I was like, God, we're done. How are we going to drag this out? <laughs> Here we are 40 minutes later. We've talked about the OJ Simpson trial. <laughs> I think that seems to happen with Twilight Zone episodes where the episodes are longer when there's less going on in the actual episode because we just talk about whatever. Mm. <clears throat> Um, I don't know. I guess we wrap it up then. Are we wrapping up? Got a, yeah. got a, got a hot take for this movie. Um, naked space gun. I'd like to take a hot dump on this movie. <laughs> a lot of these characters took a hot dump. Mm. That's right. Space. Hot dump the movie. That that's what it should be called. Hot <laughs> dump the movie. <laughs> now that's the parody of Hot Fuzz, where everyone's just shitting the entire time. No, hot, that's hot a, that's the... a parody of a parody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh no, I was going to say Hot Dump the movie should be a parody of this movie. <laughs> that's the. That's why aren't there more movies like Hot Fuzz like that? That's where comedy should have gone, and they just didn't. Because it takes a lot of good writing and talent to make those films. <laughs> yeah, and also wasn't that movie like a ninety million dollar movie too? Like like that's ridiculous. that's what I hope should happen with the Naked I think it was Gun pretty remake. Successful, though. They make I mean, a parody of the Naked Gun. Mm. My favorite Edgar Wright movie. That's successful. I guess it's it feels like my favorite, but that's just because it's filmed in my hometown and we all watched it over and over. So. Yeah, you have bias. Like, Scott Pilgrim was my favorite until I actually thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 80, 80 million. No, wait, that's how much it made. The budget was twelve to sixteen million. Well, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I was about to say, I think it was a pretty small budget because it's oh, just buzz. talent. <laughs> Is that on the top one hundred? No. no, should be it failed us. IMDb, <laughs> you, the, IMDb. the users failed you. I'm going to like chastise IMDb at the end of every episode. Don't hate IMDb. Hate the, um, hate the, the, don't hate the YouTube. game. Hate the players is what that's the players. <laughs> hate, hate the, hate the people rating the films. Oh, hold on. Um, I, I actually, I do have one closed out thing. I, I, I want to go, or maybe Mark, you should do this because you have IMDb open to you. Uh, I can. Can you read us? Um, hot buzz on it. Go ahead. Can you read us a positive review of this movie? put oh you know, best first yeah wow we should be doing that shouldn't we yeah 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 tell, tell us a nice okay. positive you want us to record the ikiri one now and you can edit it in matt do what you want it's us to should idea. we record a negative review of ikiru now so you can just check it in oh oh sure maybe we can do that too um <clears throat> all right well you find a positive one of this okay. i'll find a negative one of ikiru okay <laughs> okay I'll just, I'll just, I'll try and find a good one, uh, if possible. Okay. Matt, you just make, you just write down the timestamp so you remember to edit out these bits of us chatting shit. This is near the end. I can find (laughs) it easily. Okay. Yeah, but I know you can. My question (laughs) is whether you will. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I didn't edit Andrew's asshole out of the last Twilight Zone. Oops. You can stay on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Make sure to wait. As long as there's a nice long space between ass and hole, you're fine. Remember to edit out when I said fucking in the last Twilight Zone that we did. I Um, did. Okay. Remember to edit out the video version when I stood up and got my dick out. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't edit video. That's what you do. (laughs) Okay. So it's okay if it's a 9 out of 10 and not a 10 out of 10. Yeah. We're, you know, you got to grab for what you can grab. I'm just like. I'm just looking for one that looks the most cringe. <laughs> yeah, nine out of ten is fine. Give it to us. All right. 
Nine out of ten stars, says Joel O'Man. Wow, is the title of the review. Mm. Dot, 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 dot. Wow, dot, dot, dot. I just saw this movie for the first time, and I can see why I didn't run out and see it when it first came out five years ago. Although the movie had a horrible plot, low-budget special effects, and was generally unentertaining, it did have a saving point, and her name is Cassandra Minaj, played by Ophelia Winter. And it has a link to her IMDb page. And that's the reason I chose to rate this film as a nine. Although her filmography isn't that long, mostly containing foreign international films, her beauty absolutely took my breath away. Ophelia Winter is definitely at the top of my list of the most beautiful women in the world, and I hope to see that she is recognized soon for it. I, I sincerely doubt it, but if Ophelia Winter actually gets the chance to read this, you are a beautiful woman, talented actress, and I truly hope to see you in future films as you expand your fruitful acting career. Five out of 13 found this helpful. So he's just writing a mash note to the actress. Yeah. Is okay. that funny enough? I guess. <laughs> is that just is that just like, so, sad and I shouldn't do that? <laughs> no, it's just kind of I mean, I'm pretty sure for any film we watch, we can find some pervert who's just giving it a high rating because they fancied one of the cats. <laughs> All right, let me let me just do this one and you can pick. And if and if you hate both of these, I'll just find another one. So okay. <laughs> ten out of ten stars. Airplane right. in space, part two. Note that I've called this review Airplane in Space Part 2 is because there has already been an airplane movie that had taken place in space. Hey, cool rhyme. Airplane 2, the sequel, was the name. Anyways, I've called it that because Leslie Nielsen is in this movie. I remember him from the airplane movies, and I best know him from all three Naked Gun movies. The Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad, The Naked Gun 2 and a half, and The Naked Gun 33 and a third all of which are reminiscent to the airplane movies because something funny happens every 10 seconds or so. I guess this must be Mr. Nielsen's trademark or something because 2001 A Space Travesty is just as funny as all the other movies mentioned. Five out of 16 found this helpful. They use too many words. Far too many words. <laughs> we were just talking about how someone should come on screen and explain the jokes to you. <laughs> and this here comes this gentleman <laughs> who spends the whole review explaining the joke that was his title. <laughs> this is like my favorite part of how did this get made is just when they read these fucking terrible reviews. <laughs> I don't uh, point out that we're stealing it from another podcast. Jeez. Oh, well, you can beep that out. <laughs> no, no, out. no that, that doesn't get edited. You, you call your shot. <laughs> Well, I just insulted them by saying that was the best thing in their podcast. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I guess we'll pull the train into the shed. What do we do? Um, we make podcasts. You can find them on the internet. If you go to patreon.com slash podcastia podcastias, you'll find links to all the podcasts me and Matt create, and you can listen to all of them for free. But if you want, you can give us a dollar a month to help keep the podcasts online. And you'll get to listen to them a little bit early. Wouldn't that be fun for you? Mm. That's 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 a wonderfully dissatisfied review you gave there. Well, you should. Okay. <laughs> Mark says it. It must be true. Mm. Exactly. I guess I'm guess I'm going to go watch 2001: A Space Travesty again. Okay, 2010: A Space Travesty. I'm going to go lift some weights. I'm going to go to sleep. Well, you win, I guess.